After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line I can see thoughts from Celtic Park Already making their way to these phone lines So stay tuned for that And add your thoughts if you so wish Looking for you Rangers, St Mirren Motherwell fans, Hearts fans, Aberdeen The more the merrier Get in touch right now And let me give you the full time story From McDermott Park With Dave Galloway Who watched that one Full time St Johnson won a Motherwell won a perfect start by Saints uh, Three minutes gone And a free kick into the box was bundled in from close range by Ryan McGowan and after a long VAR delay the goal stood. Graham Kerry blasted a long range free kick which was held by Liam Kelly at the second attempt as the home side chased the second goal but Motherwell were also looking dangerous and Blair Spittle whipped a really good ball into the box and Dimitar Mitov superbly blocked uh, Theo Bear's close range effort. However, the equaliser came after 29 minutes, another brilliant spittle cross, and Bear this time headed into the net. It was uh, an end-to-end encounter in the first half, entertaining, and Saints' uh, Benji Kimpioka raced into onto a long ball over the top, lifted it over Liam Kelly, but couldn't finish it off. A good first half then, as I've said, and Benji Kimpioka burst into the box for St Johnston soon after the restart only to shoot straight at Liam Kelly. Both teams having a right good go for the well uh, Georgie Gents rising drive from the edge of the box was just over and at the other end uh, Dialang Jay Simi was set up by Graham Carey but drove high and wide. The visitors uh, started pressing and started getting on top. Uh, Harry Payton turned and shot just wide after a, a really nice build-up he should have hit the target though and Peyton went through, clean through on goal took the ball round Dimitar Mitov that took it too wide and the chance was gone St Johnston though almost went 2-1 up uh, later on, late on in this game uh, Jay Simi's diving header from Connor Smith's cross forcing a fine save from Liam Kelly good game overall it ended St Johnston won Motherwell won Let's go then Phone lines time 01419511025 Scott is a Celtic fan What did you make of today Scott? Well I was on before Christmas And I said it was scunnered after the game I think he called it the scunneraki Well I'm doubly scunnered today We won But that was dreadful football Absolutely dreadful How Where is this guy getting He's a top tier manager Or where did the media get this from? What was talked here about that performance today? The only player, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, that came out of that game with any pass mark and he came out, he's probably the best player in the park again, was Liam Scales. See the rest of them? No interest there seemed to be. I don't know whether it's from the manager, from the coaching team, from... I, I don't know what. But we looked... We, Kyogo, must be sick of the sight. Uh, he must have a sore neck. Because all he did was look up and see the ball hurling by him. A ridiculous game of football today, and the manager's going to take. Why are we playing one man up front against one of the worst Ross County teams that's been in the Premier League at home? Why? Is that see that stuff? Right? Is that not just a Celtic have won multiple trebles with one man up front? Twenty twenty four, you know, two strikers doesn't equal more goals. Surely we all accept that by now. Do, do you remember the game that Celtic were, were losing at Ibrooks? And um, I think with ten men, and he brought on Moose, he brought on Odson Edward. And kept Moussa Dembele in the park And we won 3-2 I think the game ended up Yes Yeah That's what I'm talking about 
Yeah, you I just think that, that look, there's loads in there and we can get, but that stuff's too simple, Mark. It's, Scott kind of sidestepped it. Celtic have won multiple trebles with one man up front. Now, the, the, all the, this idea that you just play two strikers and it gives you more goals, just not the way it works. However, but they've not got two strikers for a start. Scott is not minute. happy with the performance. Is that understandable? I, I, yeah, I think that is understandable. I think a lot of Celtic fans will go away today frustrated, um, not entertained really, and that's you know the. That's what they expect when they go to Celtic Park, especially when you see the contrast between the two teams, the budgets, the players Celtic's got compared to the, the moment Ross County's in at the minute. Um, look, if the penalty goes in, it may have taken on a different shape the game, but it doesn't. So the players on the pitch have to produce much more. Palmer, even though he misses two penalties, he's got to produce much more. Abada, I said I cut my wee bit of slack because he's coming back off a, a long-term injury. That's fine, but... The others have to contribute to make that a much more comfortable afternoon, create more chances, um, get the fans on the edge of their seat. And it, it clearly wasn't there today. Now, again, the only crumb of comfort they can take away is that they didn't concede in the last minute. We heard the reports there that Ross County had a few forays up the pitch. And we've seen that in past years where teams will nick one and it compounds your poor afternoon. So three points, but... The fans are right to be but frustrated just, today. Just to introduce our sense of perspective, Scott's first point was that he clearly didn't fancy Brendan Rodgers. Where do you guys get the idea he's a top-tier manager? Now, Brendan Rodgers has won trebles, successive trebles with Celtic. He has been a, a, a good manager in England with Liverpool and Leicester. Won the FA Cup for Leicester, first and only time in their history. So let's not lose sight of the fact that his record tells you he's a top-tier manager. However, where Scott is exactly correct is that the performance today from Celtic was nothing short of rubbish. And they are now 15 games away from the end of the championship. The next two games are away from home, Aberdeen followed by Hibs. A performance like that, mm-hmm. even against mediocrity at Aberdeen, and you never know what at Easter Road, a performance like that today will get Celtic no points. So... The transfer window closes on Thursday. I repeat what I said to you last week, Gordon, on Super Scoreboard. If any Celtic supporter can stand in front of me and tell me that Nicholas Kuhn from Rapid Vienna adds up to a successful transfer window, then they are kidding themselves on. You know the way this works, Scott. Some fans will tell you that Ange Postacoglu last season... It was 2-1 at home to Ross County The next home game It was 2-1 at home to Livingston These things happen You need days like this to win the league d- d- Why does this feel different to you? The performance At least we had your team You were really going to game And there was some enjoyable football Today was nothing short of murder I mean we're talking about a team That's got a lot of good players And Matt O'Reilly We're talking about 30 million pounds I don't see him with 30 million pounds Playing for us today Callum McGregor as well, non-existent. All I'm saying is, I went to the game today and I thought, we scored early on, I thought, we might score three or four here, let's get a bit of rhythm going. And we didn't, we were nowhere near it. But see, before you put me off, I'd like to say congratulations to Stuart Gray and his family. Um, I seen Stuart making his debut, I think it was at Celtic Park, well, I might be wrong with that. Um, so, 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 so sad to hear he passed away today. Um, very sad, at 50 year old it's nothing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Maybe, maybe brings any brings any perspective. I think sometimes. Yeah, indeed. Well said. Don't mind that at all. Thank you to Scott on the line. Uh, Scunnard with a one 0 win said Scott. What about Mark and Hamilton? Where are you on the Scunnard stale scale, Mark? <laughs> Couldn't be any more stunned up myself watching that. 
Well, they could Because Celtic could have dropped points surely Nah they could have No I'm watching a team that I've not got any The big word's quality None Palma And a bad I'm looking to As you said earlier on there But Off your want them off, off the Want us off the seat Watching them And buy players And Honestly That's A bad I don't know what, what, what the lads would think About how much we'd get for him But seeing the summer thing Five million Six, seven million Take it He doesn't excite anybody And I'm all got Wearing that one That Mark says About him coming back After injury We're watching that Every time he is playing The lad couldn't Just come on He looks just like The same as I've got Weak I just I've got to tell you now I'm going to put my head In the block here They're no one in a title With that team And if the board Don't come up with something Before Thursday There's no chance He's helped it Winning a title last season We've been a little bit harsh on Nicholas Kuhn, certainly. I mean, he came on in the 64th minute. I mean, can we give him a bit longer? No. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm sticking my head on the block here, Gordon. I'm telling you now, he's exact. Looks like exact same player as we've got at Celtic Park. And we'll wait. I'll give the lad a chance, obviously, and I've said that. But he's going to be, given this four months what I was left of the season, he looks the exact same player as we've got. They're all weak players. It's not about. That it's about, it's about giving it the chat Remember Kyogo He just arrived And did mm. he come on at Tynecastle And everybody went yeah. What's this And Celtic lost Who's this guy but And you'll, it, you'll know what happened thereafter The Celtic fans even, like Mark. Even by your standards though Hugh Yeah, yeah a, a Half an hour well, appearance. well That's powerful of course But The last Two transfer windows And this one is yet To be completed But the last two transfer windows Have brought in 11 players And have any of them been truly successful? Bernardo had that little purple patch against Dundee, Rangers, St Mirren, but today, not a lot. Louis Palmer, flatters to deceive, don't give him a penalty again. Um, the two transfer windows have been failures, out and out failures. And when the manager... Says at the annual general meeting of the club shareholders That he wants four players in the window of quality And right now He has one Who has Just come in Had 25 minutes And no one knows for sure But A winger From Rapid Vienna That so far is the transfer window for Celtic The two transfer windows have been a flop But I think the problem is Hugh As much as you, I, I sort of agree with you They've not really Excited me The transfer windows But you look at that Celtic team today And They should be Producing a lot better People go along there In droves And pay a lot of Good hard earned cash You're not guaranteed Entertainment every week Of course you're not But with this quality That Celtic have got and At their disposal now Then We're not giving Ross County A bit of credit You know what I mean Celtic missed a penalty Defining moment Ross County dug in, well organised, six new players in the team, pro obviously improved them. But I, I, I sort of agree with Mark. I think in Scott, I know how angry Scott is. I don't agree with Mark with Goon. I don't I, a new player coming in and coming on sixty four minutes, that's nonsense. You've got to give the boy time to see what he's got to bring. But I think Celtic supporters are a bit concerned if it continues like this, especially at Celtic Park. Then they can see Rangers being a real well, Where Mark on the line has got it right Is that there seems to be A production line Of people who all come in And look like Kuhn Who looks like Paolo Bernardo Who looks like Home And 
you know, there's there's nothing there. They're not lifting people out of their seats, and <laughs> Mark on the line knows that to be the case. The goalkeeper today almost sold the jerseys. I mean, being a bit sweeping though I mean Paulo Bernardo got people off their seat In the game against Rangers didn't he? Yeah but uh, as I said to you He was not highly thought of Until he got to Dundee and scored Then he scored against Rangers Then he had a great game against St Mirren And now hmm. Three games does not make a career As 25 minutes does not make a career for Kuhn Is that Luis Palma off the penalties Mark? Oh definitely Gordon I mean, I couldn't believe he took the same exact same penalty kick again. <laughs> Jeez, oh, that's unbelievable. But listen, uh, I we need to get somebody to take penalty kick. We can strike a ball, but I just that's a point to watch out. Especially as Gordon said, they're at home. It's not great to watch. It's really poor stuff. Poor from Palmer, wasn't it? Because mm. as we said, you you don't know at that point when your big moments come along, you take care of them. I. I'm not a betting man I'm pretty sure we're not having These types of conversations If the penalty goes in And you're 2-0 early So on one hand you can say Look People miss penalties What's the big deal But on the other hand You say Well Celtic have missed a few Should they be doing better Should you certainly Not be getting two in a row saved When you get the retake Yeah Oh without doubt I mean it's a Psychological battle Then as soon as you Get a retake And you decide I'm taking it again So it's you against the goalie does touch an error Do you go the same side And he does And he's missed them there before So Look I would I would suggest that he takes a A stint off the penalties As good a set piece taker As he is And allows someone else But it has been a problem With Dr. Like Celtic There's nobody stepping up to the mark And saying look I'm going to take the penalty kicks Of course it's difficult I've been there Mark's been there It's not as easy as everybody thinks Let's me, Let me tell you right Because everybody thinks Oh a professional footballer uh, ball for 12 yards should never miss It doesn't happen that way Pressure and everything comes into it But there's nobody there that Who's the next one then? Who You know, Cal McGregor's miss Kyogo's miss You know, you've had a few of them Turnbull's had a few miss But he's on the bench um, But I think the penalty kick was a big point today If that goes in I think we're having a different uh, conversation tonight I think Celtic would have cruised that game but the minute that doesn't get in, it gives such a lift to Ross County players and Celtic struggled. First caller was harsh on the manager. Mark, how do you feel about him? I don't know. It's, the jury's written whether they can see a good player or not. But I can see be Brendan Rodgers. Because uh, it has been a bit, the last couple of things a few says have been really disappointing to watch, but they're fine and fine. You see, they literally they paying their money, and that's what I look for. See, if you buy a player at a million or a million and a half, two million, two and a half million, that's what you're getting. Look at Jota for six and a half million. Carter Vickers run about the same price. It's another level up, and they don't have guts. They're not buying that now, and that's going to the board again. It's one of those days that if someone had just arrived in this part of the world and wasn't aware of our ways and they turned on the radio, I'd be obliged to tell them Celtic did win today. But this is Glasgow And that never tells the full story So thanks to Mark And if you want to add your thoughts Now is a good time The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Gordon DL in the studio On a day that the lead At the top of the Premiership Stayed exactly the same Because Rangers won by a goal to nil in Paisley Celtic followed up By winning by a goal to nil at home to Ross County The big losers today Were Livingston Battered 4-1 at home By 10-man Dundee 
So Dundee would go amongst the big winners Hearts also beating Aberdeen So Aberdeen's woes continue And nothing can separate Motherwell and St Johnston A share of the spoils today Still level there on 21 points Paul's a Celtic fan on the line Paul it was a win today But I'm detecting not many people Taking the positives from that How do you feel? No it was a terrible game Um, Obviously it was three points I don't think anybody that was there today would have thought after the first minute that they were going to be um, clinging on to it right at the end because uh, Ross County could have scored a couple of times in the last couple of minutes. Um, And if what they say on the internet this morning is true, that Celtic aren't going to be bringing any more players in, if we don't win the league this season, it is entirely down to the board. I've been a season ticket for over 35 years and I'm thinking, if we don't win the league, I'm not going back. I'm seriously not happy about it. I spend nearly £700 of my money every year on a season ticket. During the summer, we bought 10 players and mediocre players and prospects. Brendan Rodgers said he wanted three or four players. We knew we needed strengthened. And now we're sitting, uh, the transfer window shuts on Thursday, and unless they start moving players in and out, Rangers could well go away with us. I'll always admire any fan that spends their money, Paul, but you've seen a fair bit of success for your money, have you not? Are you ready to chuck it all in if Celtic don't give you the success you want this season? It's the same as the Champions League. You know, um, I used to go to the Champions League games all the time, but now I don't bother. Because what's the point in going and watching your team getting beat three times and you're up to £120 to watch it? Because Celtic can't compete at that level. We don't have the players and the board don't show the commitment. Yes, we have had a lot of success for that. But I'm just, I'm scunnered. I'm joining the guy in the scunnerati. Um, I think the, the board are just ruining it. I don't know what's happened between... Um, Ange being here and Ange getting all his work done really early we know right at the start of the window who we're getting in um, you know whether it's the summer window whether it's the the winter you know Ange had um, his players he had them all lined up I mean what what's happened there is it a problem with I mean they can give us it all the time oh, there's no point paying money out for um, the wrong players. They should have, co- you know, they should have uh, scouted these players long ago. And I'm just not happy with the way that we are doing business in the transfer window. The fans and the, the club are on a collision course. Just to try and clarify matters, the board pay a head of recruitment, Mark Lowell, and they pay Brendan Rogers and handsomely, to bring in players. The players who are brought in in the summertime transfer window uh, have all but flopped entirely. And we await Nicholas Kuhn and we want to see what kind of progression he makes. Will there be anyone in by Thursday? I don't know. And no one knows for sure because, again, Mark Lawwell and uh, Brendan Rogers know, but it's not social media's place to know. Because it's the inner workings of the football club But The signings The last 11 signings Are all under scrutiny Every one of them And some 
will be shipped out. Quan's gone already. Kobayashi's going. Lagabielka's probably going. They're having to get rid of people that they brought in six months ago. So the club and the fans are on a collision course. And if Celtic don't win the league, it's explosion time. Yeah, look, the problem Celtic board have got at the minute with calls like Paul and fans out there like Paul is that when you make your your figures public, of course, and the profits that you've made over the year, when the transfer window comes around and you spend very little of that, of course you're going to get fans complaining. A large majority will complain because fans see the transfer window as an exciting time for your club. It's a time to bolster your team, uh, rejuvenate it, add that wee bit of spice, entertainment, when things haven't been quite right. In, in the first part of the season Even though they're sitting top of the league And when you don't do that You leave yourself open to criticism And that's where That's where we're getting the calls from You know the frustration Towards the Celtic board Because money Isn't being spent So but Paul's right People get out the door As well I, I think Brendan Rodgers Will be frustrated at that He, he has to make space as well Can he just keep Stockpiling mm. players So Where he needs to add And he's made that clear He wants quality Come in Kuhn's the first one He needs to get the dregs of the squad out and that's sometimes more difficult than fans uh, understand the, the is it all, just let me ask Paul is it all doom and gloom though Paul that's a lot of calls the same theme and I asked one of the previous callers do you not just get days like this if it's on, on your way to a title win maybe even the you know the much praised Ange Postacoglu was there not days like this or does this feel different what, why why the swell of negativity after a win I think it's it's the style of play I mean, with Ange, it didn't always, you know, it wasn't every day was, you know, we never stop or whatever. Um, there were bad games under Ange as well. But there's there's just been, I think uh, we've drawn two games at home this season. Um, and there's been some terrible performances. And I, I don't know what it is. They seem to play better when they're away from home. I don't know whether uh, the crowd is just so quiet at Celtic Park. Obviously, there was a time there when the Green Brigade went there to generate some atmosphere. But, yeah, I mean, we've had it for so many managers and there are going to be off games. But I think the wins against Rangers have kept us kept our heads above the water. When we went there um, in August... I think everybody was expecting us uh, not to win. And there again um, in December, I was surprised that we won because Rangers have been picking up wins all over the place. Our form just wasn't there. There's, you know, there's no, I, I don't think there's many glimmers of hope. I mean, Hitati, when he comes back, and if he's fit, that's going to be a huge plus for Celtic. I'm always so torn on this because, Mark, I. I get the I, I know that the The expectations are totally different And they should be And just because you win Doesn't mean you're not allowed to criticise And Celtic fans are allowed to want more But To, to hear phrases like There are no glimmers of hope yeah. When you're yeah. top of the league That's the bit It's that It's the depth of that, that Nonsense that, As a non Sort of old firm fan Growing up I, I just don't I, No I glimmers get, of hope Yeah I kind of get my head league. Around things like that um, I get that people Will go along to Celtic Park And they pay their hard earned money For a season ticket And want to be entertained They want to go there And see Celtic win 5-0 every week And if they don't It's an absolute catastrophe Because that's what they pay for But that's not realistic is it That's not football That's not real football 
Along the way You will get disappointments Matt Riley Linked with Atletico Madrid For 20 whatever million And he plays like he did Against Ross County today That's allowed That that, that happens But he will pop up In many more games And be outstanding Teams play like that So I get they're frustrated On the day But no glimmers of hope When you're sitting Top of the league Well For those Celtic fans Just now right No glimmer of hope Would you rather be Would you rather be In the position Celtic are in just now Or would you rather be In the position Rangers Are in just now Jason Of course you'd choose To be top of the league Five points clear Or or whatever it is Of course you would Well five just now Yeah Yeah. Um, Yeah. When you've set the standards That Celtic have uh, set Over the past few years Gordon and you're not playing to that style of football. I think everybody thought today, especially when they were on Ross County, it was on. Celtic got an early goal. Expectations go so high, you're thinking, and I did as well, penalty kick, if this goes in, this is anything. I said it in the show. It turns out to be a struggle. Celtic fans are not happy. Then they start picking the bones out of everything. But what you've got to look at, the most important thing is the league table. And Celtic are still sitting on top of it. I'm sure Rangers would bite your hand off to be in that position. But I think the Celtic fans then start picking the bones of the transfers, the, the style of play, the difference between Postacoglu. Look, there are going to be more games like this, but it's all about winning games. We, we are dealing in knee-jerk reaction, and I understand that Celtic's performance was so poor that we are dealing in knee-jerk reaction. However, that does not mean that a problem does not exist. And I, I, think said, I said all that though that, that, that to me there seems like a quite a sizable gap between this needs to be better and there are no glimmers of hope. Yeah, there's that, a lot of ground in there for me yeah, in yeah, between uh, those two. Of course, there are no glimmers of hope is not a sentence that's applicable here because obviously there are more than glimmers of hope. However, the fans are looking at the recruitment over the last six months and it has been awful. And you look at the remainder of the season and I go back to the point, Aberdeen and Hibs might not be the Aberdeen and Hibs of old, but Celtic have to go to Pataudry and the Easter Road back-to-back next two games. The league could be in the balance where those two games are concerned. Uh, Thank you very much to Paul. What about Andy on the line? It's a similar theme, Andy. Are you on to tell us how pleased you are that Celtic won? No I <laughs> didn't think so Take it away uh, I, I, I don't always agree with Hugh Keevan Good idea But I have to I, I have to agree with Hugh Keevan Everything Hugh Keevan said Has been totally honest And truthful Celtic Have got no chance in heck Of winning the league If they play like that today But again It comes out to the manager What about him? I don't think he should have come back. Why? Because, uh, because if it happened to Neil Lennon, Neil Lennon turned, Neil Lennon said and stated he took Celtic as far as he could take them. Brendan Rodgers kind of had done the same thing, and then the two of them come back, and Celtic have been lacklustre and nothing. Again, if you were to him. To compare those two, I don't know because, like we said, he's still top of the league. I would accept if Celtic fall behind. If Celtic don't win the league, then I think you could say that he should never have come back. Yeah. Right now, it feels like it's to be decided, basically. 
Celtic fans mindset Is I believe As follows Peter Lawwell shouldn't have come back He was chief executive And Celtic failed to win 10 in a row On his watch He shouldn't have come back as chairman Neil Lennon Failed to win 10 in a row Was sacked And that would be approved of By the supporters who were outside the ground Chanting against him while he was still in office Brendan Rodgers will never be forgiven by an element of, and I underline element of, the Celtic support because he left mid-season. Even though Celtic won the league, and even though he left Neil Lennon with a nine-point start on the rest, Brendan Rodgers will never be forgiven by some. I think that's wrong. I think he's been treated almost like a common criminal since coming back. For me... You can isolate this problem down to the fact that the last two transfer windows have brought in players who are not good enough to play for Celtic, bottom line. I'm not talking about the Champions League, Europa League, Europa Conference League. Celtic will never amount to a hill of beans in any of those competitions. But the fans want the championship to be won. And right now they're looking at players and they don't Mm. believe in them. Although Hatati, Maeda, Kyogo, O'Reilly, they believe in them. But they look at the rest And they just Don't have the same faith I mean Andy says Celtic will never win the league Not a chance in heck They'll mm. win the league If they play like that And he, he, he might be right They're not But, like that but I was going to say In every league winning season Are there performances Where you could say Well we won't win the league If we play like that I'm assuming yeah As you said 100% 100% You cannot I don't care who you are Especially in Scotland And um, you cannot go every game be outstanding, your players be outstanding and win the game comfortably. It doesn't happen. Football does not happen like that. These are games that you look back and I'm listening to the callers come in. Yes, I totally agree because, you know, you go along there, you're entitled to your opinion, you pay your, your cash. But Celtic won today. Was it pretty? No, it wasn't. Mm. At the top of the league? Yes, they are. Um, I think that if you most of Celtic fans take away today... Would fancy Celtic to go and win the league It's as simple as that You look across the city Rangers went to St Mirren today Rangers fans are happy Did they play well? Not really Hard game They went and won it Wasn't pretty watch That's what it sometimes football's about That's that's why you become champions When things are going bad for you And it's, you're not clicking And everything's going the right way You've got to find a way to win games I don't think Celtic were impressive today at all like most of Celtic fans most important thing and I kept, keep saying it we can't have double standards I know you can put arguments up Rangers away from home we were saying today most mm. important thing three points Celtic fans happy tonight with performance not uh, three it's point. still different away though isn't it of course it is I, yeah but but what I'm going to say Gordon is I looked at a game the day that was defined by a penalty kick right I think if Celtic score that penalty kick Celtic score as men as they want this afternoon but credit to Ross County, I think they got a great lift from it. I think they dug in, they, they they sort of played their way into the game. Celtic then sort of uh, ran out of ideas and it became one of these games that we've all been involved in. It got flat. Hmm, okay, let's hear a bit from some managers starting to make their way in. Plenty of time for more calls. Here's Stephen Naismith. Good win for Hearts, beating Aberdeen 2-0. Lauren Shanklin scored. Is that his last game in a Hearts jersey or not? We'll see. Good day, good good win, and overall probably I'm I'm pleased with the performance. The first half, if you split the game from being a battle to football, battle one. It was that as with 
both teams had their points when they actually moved the ball a wee bit, created some chances. Um, but it was really about the fight and Aberdeen were really aggressive and we probably came out second best on that front. Uh, their wide players naturally want to be inside the pitch and that caused us an issue for them picking up second balls. Second half, we tweaked it slightly but we started much better. Penalty, once you get the, the first goal, it changes the dynamic of the game and a big pleasing thing for us is then we control the game. We de- our decision making was good and it could have been more than two eventually at the end of the game. Good win that, wasn't it? Yeah, very good for Stephen Naismith because the crowd were rumbling at half-time uh, as they were at half-time when Hearts uh, eventually beat Dundee midweek. So, no luck for Aberdeen. Thought they'd gone and go in front through Miofsky. VAR put, paid to that. In the end, it's a happy night for Stephen Naismith. It's a nightmare journey back to Aberdeen for uh, Robson because... 19 points of a gap between Aberdeen and Hearts is unacceptable and should be unacceptable to all associated with Aberdeen. Mm, 01419511025, good time to call. We'll try and get you on next. After they play, you have your say. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans and Mark Wilson, Gordon DL all here looking back on a busy, busy day A six game, six hour Saturday for us in the Scottish Premiership uh, This is what Philippe Clement made of Rangers win in Paisley earlier Feels like a long time ago now uh, But 1-0 one, one thanks to Cyril Desser's goal Off the back of that win against Hibs at the weekend uh, Midweek, sorry Yeah, I said it after the Hibs game was uh, oh. Yeah, it's a special day today Um it was advertisement for Scottish football, the way the two teams played with the tempo, good combination play from both sides, good uh, offensive actions, real intensity, high tempo. Uh, and today was the opposite because of the circumstances. So I'm not the guy who can control circumstances. That's not my job. So my job is to see that my team is ready for all the circumstances. And uh, and they did today. So. I'm even more proud of them than after the Hibs game. James is a Rangers fan. What did you make of it today, James? How are we doing, guys? Um, I, I thought the game itself was, wasn't the best game of football to watch, but three points is the most important thing. And if you can go to a, a place like St Mirren, who have been, well, started the season really well, so I feel we we've at risk. But if you can go there and get three points, that's always good. Um, I was on, on Thursday night, I described Cyril Dessa as a three-legged donkey, but he's definitely grew that fourth leg now. I think. Oh, what a moment for him! Mm. Honestly, huh. it's like in a you know when when an angel gains its wings and it's a wonderful life. Hugh Cyril Dessa's is now a four-legged, fully-fledged donkey. Apparently, according to James, I think uh, it's meant to be a compliment. Yeah, there's there's one in there somewhere. Yeah. I think James is trying in his own way to offer an apology to Cyril Dessa's. Uh, I described him as an enigma. Dessers, not James And uh, that is what he is You know, he scored his goal against Dumbarton last week After four or five attempts uh, He got his goal today after just one go at it So he gets goals He's on the same number as Keogh And he has yet to make uh, Another telling contribution or two, I suspect To the outcome of this title race So Dessers is Winning them over One by one 
James I mean his goal today Comes nice and early How much does that help When you, you go to What's perceived to be A potentially tricky game Well it's good Because it, it settles the nerves uh, For the supporters And it definitely settles the nerves For him as well um, And I think the fact that I think if If that chance came to him Maybe three four weeks ago He might not do as well But I think now that His confidence is there He, he can round the keeper And he can slot it in Whereas maybe a few weeks ago he's not doing that. He's he's maybe taking it too early or he's overthinking it. Whereas now it's just coming natural to him. How much does today fill you with confidence that Rangers can win this league because it's, you know, grinding out results, etc., etc.? Or, or how much of today do you think still, you know, performance levels need improved? Well, there's a long way to go left in this league title race. Um, we're no way near favourites to win it But I still think we can win it We're only two points behind We'll get Well if we win our game in hand Sorry we're two points behind But We're not at this title race by a long long way um, I still believe we can go on and win the title But we need We need Chelsea to slip up somewhere It's a fair summary I think From uh, James Gordon Serial Dessers He has mm. been Connected to this show Ever since he arrived First because of bad performances Now it's It's the redemption arc As they call it I don't know how If he completes it or not and But he's certainly on the right road Surely Yeah from now to the end of the season I think he's a player That will get judged In every game he plays gone I think that If he comes out next week And plays poorly Or he starts Whatever it may be Then I think people Will be back on Taking a leg off him He'll be back to the Three-legged right, okay. donkey Nothing Right worse. So Um I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing on with him. Look, is he lighting that up outside the box or he's link up playing everything? No, he's not. But I like the fact that I loved his finishing Wednesday. I thought it was brilliant from a striker's point of view. And today, I, I totally agree. I, I think three weeks ago, he would have hesitated on that. I thought he was very calm. Thank you, James. Good of you to get in touch and get that leg given back over. Always a nice moment. Ceremonial... Process for serial deaths. Rod- Brendan Rogers has spoken, uh, and this it covers a lot of ground. But the answer here is probably on the theme of what we've been discussing here about you know was it good enough? Because there were some boos around, even though Celtic won. So he was asked about that, and quite an interesting answer. I've had that since I've been here. It's not the result. It's me. <laughs> um, no, it's me. The board. So um, all we can do as a, as a team is, is win games and try to improve and develop and uh, and win. And uh, and that's what the, the team have done. So the team and ourselves, the staff, we work very hard every day, so we're very much together. And uh, and that's how we'll continue to be. And uh, if it falls below the expectation, then we'll do everything we can to uh, to be better. Is that the one bit where him being here before can help and might help you? Where you you, you know that landscape. If Brendan Rodgers was, I no I no idea, a manager imported from somewhere in the summer, uh-huh. and he's sitting there today going, "We've just won and there's booze. What is going on here?" You know, and can't get to grips with that. At the very least, whether that gives you success or not, I don't know. But at the very least, Brendan Rodgers will be calm about that all because, as he says, he's he's been through it. Some I agree with your point Some fans don't want Cam They want animation They want Brendan Rodgers To kick up With the board 
and shake the money tree. And it's Celtic's fault for trumpeting the fact that we get £70 million in the bank because supporters are saying, it's no use to us in the bank. We want to see it spent on proper players on the pitch. And that's why I say club and fans are on a collision course. And if Celtic don't win the league, some fans will want it to be taken out on Brendan Rodgers because he's the whipping boy, he's the scapegoat. His past is of no interest to the supporters. What he has done for Celtic in the past is of no use to them. There are, of course, Brendan Rodgers supporters out there, but some people didn't want him back and therefore will want him out straight away if Celtic don't win the league. They're headed into troubled waters, Celtic. The chairman, the chairman's son, the manager, the board. Everyone is getting it in the neck now and they are headed into troubled waters and the next two weeks will be crucial. I mean, so many clubs would love to be in these troubled waters, Gordon. It has to be said, but I get it. I know that. Mm. I know that if you're doing it off your own standards, then I get it. But I mean, pff, there are troubled waters, and there are troubled waters. I, I think you pick up a good point. Listen to that interview there. That sounds to me like an experienced manager who knows it all and has done it all, and he understands the frustration of the fans. But he's come out with the right things, talking about his staff and uh, his team winning, and he. They highlighted that because they did win. I know that Celtic supporters are a lot, want a lot better. Of course they do. Uh, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. But I think Brendan Rodgers is very calm, cool, and collective. I think he knows the direction he's going. I, I, I'm of an opinion that Brendan Rodgers is a very, very good manager. I think he was a good appointment to Celtic. Whether he goes and wins the league or not, I think he's got a fight on his hands because I think Rangers under Clement have improved immensely, even with the players that he took over from Michael Beale. But I still think Brendan Rodgers can handle the situation. Well, it's a good result. It's one of those games that uh, when you don't take your chances and uh, take your moments in the game, so obviously making a great start. And of course, towards the end, it gets a little bit, uh, a little bit anxious. You know, I think, as I said, made a good start. Missing the penalties, I think, creates that little bit of anxiety in the in the stadium, and then, uh, and then, like we say, we probably then just more decisive enough in the first half. I think second half the structure was was better. Very difficult to play. You see the the, the pitch and the, and the challenges as far as you see people, people miscuing the ball totally. It's you know so, uh, but we uh, Joe didn't have too much to do, and then towards the end, obviously they had a little breakaway. Um, he makes a good save and and uh, the guys get the, get the job done It's a very modern day problem I take our learned colleague Mr DL's point Mark about back in his day and so on um, but it's not the point how, how annoying is that Celtic Park pitch if you're Brendan Rodgers forget about all the money you've got to spend on players I think the pitch is miles off where it should be oh, of course I mean I've seen it today I was shocked at how Patchy it was I know we've had bad weather However they invest a lot of money Into that park And a lot of ground staff At the club as well And when you bring a manager in Who You know His style's dictated With being able to move the ball Move it quickly You expect A slick surface at home And they've certainly not got that Just now So But work needed done in that respect We're nearly there Hugh It's been a long old day of football But plenty to get our teeth into How would you sum it all up? A draw's a disaster, a defeat's a catastrophe and a win's a problem. <laughs> when that win takes you five points clear at the top of the table, it's an even bigger problem. But 
Let me not be sarcastic where the Celtic fans are concerned. The fans are on a collision course with the club. The coming days in the transfer window will be of paramount importance. Every night next week on Super Scoreboard, we are going to hear the way the Celtic fans feel about this. And the way they feel about it, they're not happy. But they're still five points clear at the top because they won and so did Rangers. There was a big win for Hearts against Aberdeen. There was a big win for Dundee against Livy. A share of the spoils between St Johnston and Motherwell and Kelly Hibbs makes for a fascinating return after the winter break. Our first full card in the top flight since the winter break. We are well and truly back. And with that comes lots of talking points to look back on on Monday night from six o'clock. Thank you for joining us. The GBX is up next. <laughs>